Trend it out. On Froggy 92.9. A mountain lion that was surrounded by Roner Park Police Monday morning after she was discovered about three football fields away from her home has been sedated. Now, Roner Park officials sent out a Nixle alert about 8 a.m. warning people to avoid that area yesterday. And Runner Park Public Safety lifted the lockdowns yesterday for Lawrence Jones Middle School and Evergreen Elementary School, and they got to it extremely quickly. The mountain lion is currently undergoing a medical evaluation and will likely last a few days for that medical evaluation. If the lion is deemed healthy enough to go back to the wild, they'll be released to a nearby suitable habitat. And we've been seeing a lot of mountain lion sightings. 2019, Santa Rosa Plaza. This year, Petaluma. (laughs) And now, Runner Park, so it's just yeah. a good reminder for everyone to kind of, you know, stay alert and watch out for mountain lions. Well, there are a lot of mountain lions here in Sonoma County, but typically they do stay away mm-hmm. from people. They think that this specific mountain lion has a neurological disorder. Oh, I was reading a lot about it super, this morning. That's super interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, former U.S. Secretary of State Colin Powell has passed away. He was 84 years old. A Facebook message from his family that was posted yesterday morning said, General Colin L. Powell has passed away this morning due to complications from COVID-19. We have lost a remarkable and loving husband, father, grandfather, and a great American. The family also said that Powell was fully vaccinated. Now, Colin Powell was the first black U.S. Secretary of State. He is survived by his wife, Alma who he married back in 1962, and they also had three children together. So we are thinking about them at this time. Luke Bryan has been named the host of the 55th Annual Country Music Awards Ceremony, which is going to air in Nashville's Bridgestone Arena on November 10th. I'm ready for country music's biggest night. Are you? Luke will be the show's first solo host in 18 years. The last person to do that was Vince Gill back in 2003, and he hosted for like a decade. I feel like Vince Gill was always hosting the CMAs. And Luke said, quote, the pressure that comes along with that can be overwhelming. But knowing I can help honor and celebrate so many of my friends, I knew it was something I couldn't turn down. He's going to do a great job. He He's done a lot for the ACMs. I'm excited. You know, I hope Luke Bryan does it for a decade, cool. just like Vince Gill. The CMAs will be on November 10th, 8, 7 central on ABC. And more information, of course, is on Froggy929.com. Amber and Tanner in the morning. So not everybody is a fan of this quote-unquote goat athlete, but apparently Tom Brady is the most hated player in the NFL. This is according to a survey of geotagged Twitter data. So Tanner, you always say, like, I hate on Tom Brady. I always call him old boy. But I'm telling you right now, I'm not the only one. I know you're not the only (laughs) one. And I don't understand why Tom Brady gets so much hate. He's a winner. He is someone who is dedicated. You hate him because he's a winner. (laughs) It's just like too much. Like, you can't win them all. You know, they they say that. But apparently Tom Brady has never heard that. Well, yeah, (laughs) I think that's what what makes him so great. Okay, so listen to this data. Okay. Um, they examined more than 170,000 tweets in the last month. Hmm. Tracking negative tweets, hashtagging keyword phrases about specific players. And what they came up with was a lot of, I hate Tom Brady, hate Brady, and Tom Brady sucks. 
And I mean, they tracked every NFL quarterback, every standout player from each team. And what came back was that everyone hates Tom Brady. I think everybody hates Tom Brady because they <laughs> wish they were Tom Brady. I, you wish you were Tom Brady? Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people wish they were Tom Brady. The Not guy me. is a legend. <laughs> I kind of wish I was with Tom Brady, but I don't know if I wish I was Tom Brady. I don't get why specifically Tom Brady, because some of the best athletes of all time, Michael Jordan, he was someone that everybody wanted to be like Mike. But why is Tom Brady specifically, everybody hates his guts? Okay, well, they do explain. Um, this Tom Brady trend has been going on for years. Uh, now, fans of opposing teams are sick of seeing greatest of all time, the GOAT Tom Brady win. I mean, Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl in 2020. And I guess it's good to keep in mind that NFL don't. I feel like NFL fans don't actually like loathe Tom Brady. Mm. It's just like they express their frustrations on social media. Right. They're like, dang, like, hate Tom Brady. He got his one millionth thousand win. <laughs> Amber, like, I know you might have some hard feelings because Tom Brady beat your Atlanta Falcons in a Super Bowl. Way to bring it up. But hey, you know what? Tom Brady beat my Seattle Seahawks in a Super Bowl too, and I still don't hate on him. <laughs> well, we have a breakdown of um, some other hated NFL players. What are they, Tanner? So Tom Brady's definitely the top at 36 states. At number two, Antonio Brown, six states. He's hated in six states? Yep. Is he... Tampa Bay? Yep, he plays for Tampa Bay. He's a wide receiver. Okay. He used to be for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. And then Aaron Rodgers, four states. He's Green Bay. Yep. Okay. And then Baker Mayfield, two states. He's with Cleveland Browns. And Jameis Winston, one state. And he's with uh, the New Orleans Saints. Saints. Yeah. Woo! Look at me knowing sports. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. The only way to wake up. Helps you wake up and you get moving. She's screen adjust. On Froggy 92.9. What does a couch need for you to believe it is perfect? So I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. She got me on the couch tonight. Have a bit of fun news about a couch. Woo! I'm really excited about it. Woo! My couch has been broken for almost an entire year. What happened to it? The arm broke on it. <laughs> and it's one of those couches <clears throat> when the arm breaks, it's like completely hanging off. Like only the fabric has been oh, holding it cute. up. It happened when I moved. and it's Very stylish of you. And the couch is just really cheap and it's uncomfortable. And I've been saving up for a long time for this new couch because couches can be like stupidly expensive sometimes. Yeah, that's why they have payments on them now. That's what I did. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I did. Payment plan on I, a couch. I bought it on Overstock and they like sent me to Klarna and I play, pay monthly payments on couches. So when I bought the couch, um, it was tough. I, one, had to find something I love in my budget, and two, find the couch with a sectional. I'm a big-time couch napper, and I have a bit of height, so I bought a sectional so I could be comfy. Okay. It's one of those, like, L-shaped yeah, couches. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Amber, by the way, I love your couch, and that's one of the first things I learned about you. What me? <laughs> that I had a good couch. I was like, I was like, we're gonna be friends for a long time. This is a great couch. Uh, when you bought that couch, what was something that you were like, I have to have this feature on my couch? You know, my fiance and I looked for a while for the perfect couch, and for me, it was, it had to be a cross between style, comfort, and functionality. Yeah. Um, but I think what it came down to was the type of fabric it is. Apparently, it's resistant against, yeah. like, scratches. So we have a dog, 
and that was really important to us that the couch wouldn't get ruined by his his little toenails. Oh man, that's yeah. something I completely forgot about. Well, you know, it depends <laughs> on it. whether or not it's like microfabric. Is yeah. it like it, is it like soft or is it leather? leather. Uh, it's leather. And so we'll see what happens. I might be really bummed in a couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, but we're getting some great responses on Facebook talking about the perfect couch. All right, Dan from Novato says, a recliner. I have back problems, and a recliner helps me alleviate the pain. Shelby from Kadati says, a lot of new couches have USB ports in them, so I can charge my phone. It's a total game changer. I love that. My friend Sydney just got a couch with the USB ports in it. And I we was are, like, it's a spaceship. Yeah, we are living in the Jetsons era right now. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Ross from Hillsburg says, I need a couch with a cup holder. Otherwise, I'm going to spill my beer on the couch. Good point. <laughs> Wake up, Amber and Tanner in the morning. Every morning. In the country. On Froggy 92.9. A mountain lion was surrounded by Roanoke Park Police yesterday morning after she was discovered about three football fields away from her home turf. Uh, The mountain lion is currently undergoing a medical evaluation. It's going to last a couple of days. Now, if she seems healthy enough to go back into the wild, they're going to release her in a suitable habitat. But, I mean, just so you know, there are dozens of mountain lions that live here in Sonoma County, and they typically do avoid humans and are only likely to be aggressive when they're cornered and they're scared. Yeah. So they're thinking that this mountain lion has some sort of, like, neurological disorder. So they're checking it out and make sure, you know, it's safe for everyone to release the mountain lion back into the wild. In the time that you and I have lived here, Amber, we had the 2019 Santa Rosa Plaza mountain lion. This year, we had a mountain lion in Petaluma, and now we have this mountain lion that is forcing lockdowns in Roner Park. Right. It's it's pretty crazy that they're creeping into, you know, the metropolitan kind of areas like the cities uh but i mean this is their home too so we just have to be careful like you said earlier tanner um but i i have encountered some pretty scary things in the wild uh what's probably the most interesting or wildest animal you've ever encountered tanner well the story in runner park is so funny to me because i had nearly an identical situation a wild cougar in my home state of Washington, decided to, to take a stroll on campus. And I was at PE in eighth grade, and our PE teacher was like, run inside. This is your exercise for the day. <laughs> nice. And so we all ran inside and had a lockdown for like an hour until authorities came around, tranquilized the cougar, and put it back in the wild. Wow. That's scary. I'm glad he didn't like say cougar and had you guys <laughs> panic. He did the right thing. And what's so funny my middle school at the time, we were the Cougars. That's oh, funny. The Ferrucci Cougars. Um, well, I don't have any sort of interactions with like Cougars or mountain lions, even bobcats, which are very rampant throughout the South. But uh, I was at this great, great Smoky Mountains Reserve in Georgia. It's like in North Georgia. And I was walking alongside this river when this like giant elk started slowly creeping up to me <laughs> and I just like froze. And luckily there was a park ranger nearby and like came over to me and like was like, OK, slowly back away, because if you run, yeah. it'll run at you. Elk, like any other animal, when they're scared, <laughs> they will charge you. Well, on the line, we have Anna from Santa Rosa. Uh, Anna, have you ever encountered a scary animal in the wild? My dad has. He was in Yellowstone, and um, he was down fishing while my mom was on um, up in the car. And across from the creek, there was a big brown grizzly bear. Wow. He went running back up to my mom, 
and there was like all the rangers and stuff. They were on the other side looking for the bear, and my dad's like, no, it's that way. <laughs> he said he's never been so scared in his life before. Aww. Amber and Tanner in the morning. In the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. The pumpkin thought to be the largest pumpkin in the U.S. was disqualified from competition. But why was it disqualified? Well, I'll tell you, and it's because apparently pumpkin competitions are ruthless. Now, a Wisconsin farmer found out that after growing what is thought to be the largest pumpkin in the United States disqualified from competing in the biggest U.S. competition because of a teeny tiny crack in his exterior. So his name is Mike Schmidt, and he's been growing huge pumpkins for like years. And right now he has a 2,520-pound pumpkin that can't qualify for California's Safeway World Championship Pumpkin Way Off, which, yes, boy, what a name. And yes, it is a thing. Uh, It can't qualify because of a crack on its flesh that's roughly the size of a fingernail. I mean, that's it? A crack the size of a fingernail? Now, imagine that being the reason you lose out on a really awesome competition. And not to mention, the way off pays $9 per pound to the winning pumpkin. So that means that Mike Schmidt's out over $22,000. Think about that, $22,680 because of a tiny crack in a pumpkin. And how do you even prevent that? Listen, we're all flawed to some degree, and this pumpkin is not any different. And how could you possibly move a pumpkin this big without getting a crack in it? And I totally think the perk. The pumpkin deserves the win, but I guess the saying rings true in all areas of life that crack is indeed whack. Now, I'm getting some great messages right now on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Elizabeth from Clear Lake says, man, who made these stupid rules? So very sad, as I personally know all too well how hard it is to get a big pumpkin and keep it alive. Linda from Katati says, someone probably paid the judges to say all this. You can't move a 2,000 pound pumpkin without a machine. I wonder what the person who paid the judges off wanted the <laughs> wanted the winner or if it just came to win the prize who needed it the most. Uh, that's the way things are supposed to work. Uh, Melanie from Petaluma says, well, that's a lot of pumpkin pie. Now, the world of competitive pumpkin apparently requires a stiff upper lip. As Mike said, it happened. There's no crying in pumpkin crowing. I know I can do it again. We just got to look forward to the future. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Sonoma County went viral last week. And that's because you might know this story. A woman in Santa Rosa saw a rattlesnake crawl under her house. So <laughs> Casual. She, just very, oh, hey there, oh, critter. Okay. <laughs> so she contacted a reptile rescue service and she called a rattlesnake handler. And that rattlesnake handler found 92 rattlesnakes 
underneath the Santa Rosa woman's house. And here is the rattlesnake wrangler. And uh, he talked about his experience. So I get on my hands and knees. I'm not even in there a minute before I find the first rattlesnake. A total of 92 rattlesnakes underneath her house. I was tickled pink. <laughs> I wish that happened every day to me. The oh drought gosh. will cause them to go areas where you water and take care of things. Uh, they're going to be looking for lizards and rodents. As long as I got enough containers to put them in and come back enough, I, I'll do it all day long. That's a man who loves his job right there. You know, I actually ran into Al the other day and he came in our studio and he had like buckets of snakes. And I said, that's scary. He goes, not for me. Well, thank God I wasn't here. I would have had a heart attack and a stroke at the exact same time. I literally would go, them rattlesnakes in there? (laughs) At least there's not one in my boot. To me, 92 of anything sounds like a complete nightmare. Is there 92 of anything that doesn't sound like a nightmare to you, Amber? Like 92 things you could surround yourself by? Uh, 92 not, tissues? Not, yeah, not, <laughs> tissues would actually work, but I was thinking puppies. 92 puppies? That sounds like heaven on earth. Wouldn't Just you like get room. tired of it after a while? No! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, I wouldn't. Uh, sorry, I'm allergic to people who don't like puppies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like puppies, okay? Don't you put that on me, Ricky I Bobby. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that sounds pretty good to me. Just like playful little soft puppies running around everywhere. I'd be like, yay! I think something I could surround myself with 92 of is 92 water and coffee containers. Why? Because I go through one every two weeks because I'm gross and I leave it on the counter and it gets all moldy. So, Wait, so you'd want some to use? You'd have like a bunch around you yeah. to, that you could just use and all the time. Like maybe throw away. Maybe or? I could tie a bunch on a rope so when I forget one somewhere, they'll they'll follow me everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Wake up every day here. Waking you up every morning on Froggy 92.9. I had a pretty dumb moment recently. I was in the car with my fiance on Sunday, and John Party's Tequila Little Time came on. I want tequila little time with you. And I looked at Cole and I said, I like this song, but I don't get it. He said, what do you don't get? I was like, tequila little time? What does that even mean? I don't get it. He said, Amber, it's a play on words. Tequila little time with you? It's like tequila little time with you. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) It was like a huge eureka moment for me. I was like, oh my gosh. What I like about... Makes so much sense now. What I like about that song is as the song progresses, he kind of like says tequila a little time with right. you and he like as, as, as the first part of the song is just tequila a little time with you like he's very like this is the song title but as he it goes tries. on he like kind of leads us on to the pun I suppose well he tried it didn't work <laughs> with me John Party was just like this is for you Amber tequila a little time and I was still like I don't get it yeah, you're like, tequila cool. little time? What What is that supposed to mean? Cool song, but is that like taking <laughs> Is that like taking a half a shot of tequila? I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, I. <laughs> it was a pretty dumb moment for me. But Tanner, have you had a moment like this recently? Uh, not recently, but in the world of country music, I thought when I was a kid that Alan Jackson and Garth Brooks were the same person for like three years. 
You know, that happens. Yeah. I mean, that happens. I was like 10 when it happened, and I'm a huge (laughs) Alan Jackson fan and a huge Garth Brooks fan. That's probably because I thought they were the same person for three years of my life. (laughs) I used to get Matt Damon and uh, Mark Wahlberg confused for some reason, so I get you. I mean, that makes sense. They're both from Boston. They kind of look the same, and they're actors. (laughs) Um, I mean, I have those moments all the time. And uh, if I'm being completely honest, the Tequila Little Time thing, Took me a minute to figure out, too. I think you probably just realized it right now as I'm telling you, and you don't want to admit it. Or am I? (laughs) The world will never know. (laughs) Well, we want you to call in with your funniest dumb moments right now. 636-1-HOP. On the line right now is Madison from Sebastopol. All right, so this is actually my mom. But um, they asked her um, if there were zero calories in one Diet Coke can. How many would there be in two? And she said one. <laughs> I was like, Mom, are you kidding me right now? What's zero plus zero? It was really funny. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Ryan. Ryan is really into decorating his house for Halloween. And Barry Martindale is going to say that's a problem with his neighborhood. Hi, is this Ryan? This is he, yeah. Ryan, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling you about your home in Petaluma. Okay, what about it? Last Thursday, you put up Halloween decorations at your home, and your Halloween decorations are just a little too much for your neighborhood. Sorry, what? A coalition of your neighbors have approached me about your Halloween decorations, and they're just too scary. You're, You're kidding. No, and after an independent investigation that I conducted... Your house is way too scary. On the scare factor, it's 7 out of 10. What? What is the scare factor? Specifically 72% uh, out of 100%. No, no. What is the scare factor? That's insane. A scare factor is when we analyze noise, visuals, and lights to determine scare. And what you're doing is you're causing mayhem in your neighborhood. Nobody's able to sleep. Nobody wants to drive to their home at night because your house is way too scary. Oh, come on. That's ridiculous. These are the same type of decorations I put up every year. I think your decorations are ridiculous. How about that? (laughs) This is insane. I'm not going to take you. Are you asking me to take them down? You can take them down, or I'm proposing to you today that we uh, let your neighbors remove them from your home and dispense them around the neighborhood just to even them out. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to do either of those things. Well, it's either that or you're going to receive daily fines of $50 a day. So it's your choice, bucko. Who are you? You don't have the power to do that. I absolutely do. I'm a lawyer named Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services, and I don't like your tone, Ryan. I don't like your tone. I think you're wasting your time. I am not taking my decorations down, and if you want to find me, you go ahead and find me, and you tell the neighbors that have been complaining that they can complain to my face if they really want to instead of going to a freaking lawyer. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, you have to be kidding me. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Welcome to the Cameo Price is Right. So Cameo is an app where you send money to celebrities and they send you a custom video shout out. So today I'm going to list three stars and see if Amber can guess within $99 of the price of a star's custom shout out. Okay. You'd be surprised how expensive some of these are. 
So, I can't wait. <laughs> all right. I'm really bad at cameo prices, right? But I can't wait to hear how much people cost. <laughs> Let's start with star number one. And Amber, this is a big one. This comes from your hometown of Milledgeville, Georgia. What about Milledgeville, Georgia's own Mama June? Oh, Lord. Here she's coming. <laughs> What's, oh, I'm supposed to get. Oh, sorry. A <laughs> uh, hundred dollars. That's correct. Ninety-four dollars and ninety-nine cents. That's how much it costs to get this oh. shout out from Mama June. Hey, Daddy Jim, what's up? This is your girl, Mama June, and we are here to say happy birthday to the best dad in the world. Happy birthday to you. Wow. Is it worth $94? For some reason, I thought I was going to hear a clip first, which is why I paused. But uh, I think I would have guessed lower if I heard that clip first. (laughs) I would not pay $94 for that. (laughs) Next is actor, comedian Gilbert Gottfried. Um, Gilbert Gottfried. I'm going to go with $250. That's correct. What? It costs $200. Oh, to get a custom shout out that sounds like this. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is for Kyle John Anderson from Lauren Tree. And uh, you know, in my backyard, I have a Lauren Tree. I I pick fresh Laurens from it. Uh, But that's not important. It's not. <laughs> he got a little sidetracked, Gilbert Gottfried. Not at all. Again, we're playing the cameo prices right. Amber has to guess within a $100 range. And here's number three. Florida Georgia Lines Tyler Hubbard. How much does that cost to get a custom video shout-out from Florida Georgia Lines Tyler Hubbard? I'm going to go 300 on this one. 300 Yeah. Believe it or not, only $129. Okay, that seems right. And this is what you get. Hey, what's up, Rebecca? It's Tyler here from FGL. I hope you're doing awesome. I just wanted to say hello, and I wanted to say thank you for being a huge fan. Your friend Joanna told me about how you have a piece of my shirt, which is awesome. I remember (laughs) those days. Is it worth $129 to you? For Florida Georgia Line, yeah. Well, Amber, congratulations. <laughs> you got two out of three. You are the champion of Cameo Price is Right. Amber and Tanner in the morning. The L.A. Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves on Saturday began the 2021 National League Championship Series. In this rematch of the 2020. 2020- <laughs> in LCS, sorry, uh, which the Dodgers won in seven games. The winner will advance to the World Series to face either the Astros or the Red Sox. The Braves take on the Dodgers in LA today for game three at 2 p.m. Now, I am from the state of Georgia, so clearly I am rooting for the Braves, who I know tend to choke every year. It's, yeah. hard. it's hard being a Braves fan, um, but I'm hoping people here from the North Bay will rally together with me and root for the Braves this year versus the Dodgers. You know what, Amber? Typically, I don't root for any other team but the Giants, but I root for two teams, the San Francisco Giants and any team (laughs) playing the Dodgers. Amber, I am Tamahawk, Tomahawking. I am with the (laughs) Braves this year. (laughs) Tamahawking. 
You know, I hear there is such a deep-seated hate for the Dodgers here in Sonoma County. Yeah. So I was like hoping, you know, maybe I could get everyone on my side and root for the Braves. I think you absolutely can. I think that hatred runs so deep against the Dodgers. I wouldn't be surprised if everyone in Sonoma County starts buying hats with A's on them and all that <laughs> stuff because, I mean, I'm rooting for the Braves 100%. Well, someone sent me a message over the weekend and said, you know, typically rooting for the Giants and, you know, Dodgers might be a second choice, but I can't remember who it was, but she said she just wanted to see Freddie Freeman win a World Series. Interesting. Yeah, so I, I think we're either on Freddie Freeman's side or the Braves' side, or you're just, like, trying to stay West Coast. I don't really know where people stand on the whole Braves versus Dodgers situation. So we took a poll on Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning, and what were the results? 87% of people said the Braves, and 13% of people said the Dodgers. Now, my girlfriend voted on that poll, and she voted to mess with you, and she said the Dodgers, and I just wanted to make sure that slate was clean. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I did to your girlfriend, but uh, we're going to have to investigate. Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Yeah, I love getting up with coffee. and Froggy 92.9. Right now on the show, we want you to describe what your teenage bedroom was like. And we asked you this on our Instagram story. And here are some of the responses. Catherine from Rotor Park says, filled with Twilight posters. It was super messy. Now I hate when my house is messy. And username Dame Lunchbox said, a hurricane followed by tornadoes. <laughs> that's what my mom used to say about my room. Yeah, that's so funny. And uh, we also took a poll. It Was your room messy or was it clean? Amber, what were the results? It looks like 68% of people said their room was messy and 32% said it was clean. So that's a small amount. And it sounds like to me that most teenage bedrooms are pretty messy. Oh, absolutely. Mine was a disaster. So bringing this up because I... I started dating my girlfriend about six months ago and I'm getting to know her family. Yeah. And she has a teenage sister and we were all FaceTiming last night while she was in her room. And I've, it reminded me so much of myself when I was a kid. Why? When I was a teenager, I had posters covering every single inch of my walls. Hers was like that too? Yeah, absolutely. And so it covered every inch of my wall I had a mess everywhere. I didn't even have a carpet, really. It was just clothes on the ground. And what's cool about when I was a teenager is my friends and I, we found a couch on the side of the road. So what did we decide to do? Put it in a truck and bring it in my bedroom. How did you do that? We just How did you get it in there? We just carried it in. There, mean, there's four of us. We made it work. and uh, Without my, your mom noticing. Yeah, my mom did not notice. She wasn't home at the time, and my mom was really anxious about going in my room. That's how messy it was. Okay. And so she entered my room for the first time in like three months, and she was like, Tanner, how did this couch get here? <laughs> I was like, it's been here. She had the same question I did. <laughs> yeah. like, I got Johnny, Jacob, Jingleheimer, Smith to help me yeah. carry it in. And she's like, well, they're not allowed over here anymore. Yeah. They're bringing like, in <laughs> random couches. Exactly. Could be filled with bed bugs. It, we don't know. It could have, and that would have been very bad. <laughs> Amber, what was your uh, bedroom like when you were a teenager? It was pretty messy. I had clothes everywhere, all over the floor. I mean, it's because my closet was so small. Yeah. I didn't have anywhere to put anything because I grew up in a pretty small home. But my parents actually 
thought it was funny that I was so messy. I mean, they hated it, but I remember they gave me this like folder with Garfield on it that said, messy is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> That's pretty good. So yeah, it was, that was a mess. <laughs> Let's get you on the phone right now. 636-1-HOP. Get up. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Squid Game is coming to New York City. That's spooky. Don't worry. It is without the whole lose and you die vibe. Oh, thank God. I don't know if anyone's ever seen this show on Netflix. Apparently, it's like their most watched show yet. I am not done yet, Tanner. I know you've watched it. I've watched it. It is phenomenal. (laughs) It is such a good show, and I'm happy that it came to the United States. So the Korean Tourism Organization is actually hosting a Korean tour of New York City and you get to play all the children games inspired by the Netflix series. So 80 people will be chosen to play on October 26th and whoever wins this version of Squid Game won't receive that big ball of cash like you see in the show. It's going to receive a round trip flight to Korea. That's pretty dang cool. I really like that. Would you do this? Well, I think I would because it's not the actual Squid Game <laughs> yeah. that you could lose your life over it. Like I if don't it's know. if it's the real Squid Game, absolutely not. But I think a game <laughs> like this, yeah, no harm, no foul, it, and it's worth a trip to Korea. It wouldn't give you like. I don't know, PTSD from watching the show. You know, it would probably be in my mind. I wonder if they put you in the costumes with the numbers and everything <laughs> like that. Once I would suit up in that, I'd be like, wait. Yeah. Am I going to be okay? I don't know. I don't know. It, <laughs> it is hard for me to watch the show because I'm very sensitive to like things like that. I'm yeah. just like, oh my gosh. So I personally don't think that I could like be in this like squid game world. You know what right. I mean? It's just like too much for me. It's too much. And being able to shut that light off in your <laughs> mind that thinks you're actually in the squid game that you watched on TV, that, that might be difficult for some people. So if you're over 18 and you have proof of like COVID vaccination, you can sign up to play. Uh, Tanner, maybe you at koreandaytrip.com through October 20th and then they choose a player and they notify everyone by October 22nd and 23rd. Good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9.